0: Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee and welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today, I'm focusing on how kindness can help us reduce stress. So how have you got on this week so far? Have you managed to perform any acts of kindness? Did you find it easy? Did you find it tricky? Did you manage to pay attention to how you felt beforehand and how you felt afterwards? You see, studies have shown that if you perform just one random act of kindness a day, It will lower your stress levels and it will also lift your mood. Now, as you may have heard me say on previous weeks of this Built to Thrive podcast, stress unfortunately plays a huge role in our daily lives and can have devastating implications on our health when it's not managed. Stress is something that's very real, and I think the reason we often don't think about it is because we can't always see it. But the reality is, that up to 80% of what I see as a primary care doctor is thought to be in some way related to the stresses of our collective modern lifestyles, 80%. You see, stress can literally change both the structure and the performance of our brain in a negative way, but we can combat this. We can step back from our self-preoccupation, self-worry, and from any hostile and bitter emotions. And a simple way to do this is by focusing our attention on helping others. No experience is as valuable as feeling helpful and useful. Now, living and working with people who treat you at best with disregard or a lack of concern, and at worst with open hostility, is actually really bad for you. It literally can shorten your life. And on the other hand, receiving kindness from others and providing kindness to others are the antithesis of this toxic stress situation. Even seemingly trivial interactions, like a shopkeeper smiling and genuinely asking how you are, can really improve your health and well-being. Being the giver and the receiver of kindness, even contemplating how you can be kind to others, has been shown to lower our blood pressure. It really does have tangible therapeutic benefits. Now, in medicine. technology may be getting better to diagnose and treat patients, but you can never replicate the kindness of a supportive caregiver. The connection between mental health and physical health is really really important. The sociologist Christine Carter says that people who volunteer tend to experience fewer aches and pains and that volunteering also protects our overall health twice as much as aspirin protects against heart disease. People 55 and older who volunteer for two or more organizations have an impressive 44% lower likelihood of dying early. And that's after sifting out the other contributing factors, including physical health, exercise, gender, habits like smoking, marital status, and many more. At this point, I have to mention serotonin once more. You know, serotonin is the hormone we often think about in relation to our moods. It can help to lower anxiety. It can help us feel more relaxed. Well, kindness increases our serotonin levels. And in doing so, kindness is able to decrease our feelings of depression and anxiety and increase our happiness and overall well-being. Kindness also increases your endorphins. When we go for a long run, we often experience what's called a runner's high. And part of that comes from a release of endorphins. And what we see in kindness research is a helper's high. Where it's kind of the same feeling. So can you get a helper's high today? All you need to do is think about a simple act of kindness that you can do for somebody else. Remember, another thing that kindness does is to decrease cortisol in our bodies. So cortisol is that stress hormone that prepares your body for fight or flight. And in stressful situations, that can be really helpful. But what's happening for many of us our bodies are in a constant state of fight or flight because of the state of our daily lives. If we're watching difficult stories on the news or reading about things that are upsetting us or we have too many emails to get back to, not enough time to switch off and relax, all these things can result in us having chronic stress. And when our cortisol is chronically elevated, it can lead to feelings of isolation and hopelessness. So by decreasing cortisol, which is what kindness does, we can experience a welcome relief from that. Now, what I don't want you to do is beat yourself up that you're not volunteering at a soup kitchen three times a week and doing more acts of kindness for the people in your community. I just want you to be aware of the research on kindness and be aware that actually small things do make a big difference. Think about what opportunities do you see in your day-to-day life where you can choose to extend kindness the best things in life really are free and this of course applies to smiles hugs and other gestures that show that you care you don't have to commit huge amounts of time or money to do something kind for someone else even a simple squeeze on the shoulder can be reassuring and let someone know that you're supporting them that is it for today tomorrow i'm going to be exploring how kindness can change our working environment as well as our relationships i'll see you then